welcome to Approximate Heroes. We are taking a break from the Minds of Fandelver adventure that we've been on, and we are going to be uh, playing a self-contained uh, adventure that should take a couple of sessions here, uh, but it's called Dusk City Outlaws. Uh, relatively, It's a relatively new game, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Year uh, or two. Year or two. Um, and basically, it was a Kickstarter not too long ago. It's available online. Just search for Dusk City Outlaws. Um, and essentially this is kind of a, it's a self-contained thing. Um, I'm going to let Mike explain a little bit more about it. Um, just kind of, but, uh, basically it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a heist type of, uh, type of a game, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we all have different characters that we come <coughs> from different classes, uh, and have different specialties. Um, and I, and, uh... I think we'll let we'll, we'll kind of introduce ourselves a little bit here. Do you have Do you have a name picked out yet, James? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, we'll start with Courtney then. Um, we'll just tell us what your name is, what class you're from, and what specialty you are. All right. Uh, my name is Brigitte Renard. Um, which FYI means fox, which applies to me in multiple ways. Um, I yeah. am part of the Vespers Cartel, um, and I am a grifter. Shannon? Should I explain what the Vespers Cartel is? Well, we'll, we'll get. We'll, okay. I think we'll kind of get into <laughs> that a little bit more. Cool. Okay. I'm Oberon, just Oberon, like Madonna. Um, <laughs> and uh, my cartel is the Mummers, um, and my specialty is a mole. And I just want you all to picture, like, Hugh Grant's character in Paddington 2. That is the aesthetic. Wait, that wasn't I have he Paddington 2? Huh? Wasn't he Paddington 2? Uh-huh. Like the second Paddington? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I haven't actually seen Paddington, too, oh, so sorry. Oh, he's the villain in it. <laughs> and he's an actor. <laughs> James? <laughs> All right, so my name is Thaddeus Thanatos. Nice. Uh, I am an assassin. Double T. Who works for the cartel of the Gravediggers. Ooh. And my name is Anatoly Vachenko. I am brawler from Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. So, uh, Mike, do you want to just kind of give a little kind of overview of what uh, what this universe is? The uh, the way this works. So, uh, Dust City Outlaws is set in. Uh, the best way to think about it is kind of a low fantasy, um, a low fantasy version of of Venice. Uh, it's. Um, so there's like canals going through the city. It's uh, it feels um, almost like a Renfest type of yeah, yeah. It's you know it's um, uh, there is magic, but not a lot of magic. Like I doubt any of I don't think any of your specialties have any magical abilities. Nope. Um, yeah. So <coughs> so magic is there's a little bit of it, but not a lot. There's very small amount. Of magic. Um, the the city is called New Dunhaven, um, built on the ruins of Old Dunhaven. Uh, it is uh, the city is. Um, uh, there's, you know, a uh, 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 lord and and you know, uh, various nobles and things like that. But then there are a number of cartels that have the uh, the. I think, under, I think it's called the agreement, um, where so to avoid infighting between these criminal cartels, they come together and uh, to 
perform jobs. And there's kind of a uh, division of labor type of thing. Well, it, it, it's kind of honor among thieves sort of things. So there's kind of uneasy alliance there, understanding they don't want to cause too much trouble for one another. And so they come together to, to complete various uh, jobs. So it's very, the way to think about it is, so all of you are criminals, but it's Ocean's Eleven type criminals. They're, these are not, these are not, uh, these are not Reservoir Dogs criminals. These are, uh, <laughs> um, uh, like you're not evil people. Uh, and, and they are referred to as the right kind of people is how they refer to themselves. Um, and so, yeah, you uh, get, uh, yeah, uh, asked to perform various uh, various jobs, and okay. that's how it works. Um, so, so, for example, my cartel, the Circle, um, they're refugees from the Vladov Empire, which is, you know, far away. Um, a lot of them have spent time in prison, um, we're tough, dangerous people with a reputation for violence, valued on crews as muscle and protection. Circle uses intimidation to get its way, specializing in extortion, protection rackets, assassination, and coercion. So that's, uh, that's, that's my cartel, just kind of the description there, there at the top. Uh, how about, how about yours, Court Lou? The Vespers? The Vespers. Yeah, so my cartel specializes in crimes against the nobility. The aristocracy, the cartel's members, appear to be fabulous socialites and members of high society. They use their refinement and education to run confidence schemes on the nobility, tempt them with vices, and obtain leverage that can be used for future gain. The Vespers are the keepers of secrets and masters of blackmail, all of which is carefully recorded in the cartel's deep ledgers. The Vespers use charms, seduction, lies, and secrets to fulfill their schemes, and they also employ poisons with some frequency. Oh, <laughs> You're slumming it up in a circle now. How about your... Uh, yeah. Um, so mine's the Mummers. We, um, it's the performers and entertainers of the city populate your cartel. Members of the cartel maintain perfectly legal professional identities as entertainers, using their careers as cover for their criminal activities. The Mummers are the most visible of the cartel, street performers, theater actors, and stage crews, and tavern musicians uh, all spend a fair amount of time in public places, honing their ability to draw the eyes and attention of everyone around them. Awesome. And then the Gravediggers. Yes. <clears throat> the Gravediggers control the city's mortuaries and morticians, crematoriums, hearses, cemeteries, catacombs, mausoleums. The business of death provides a fine cover for the cartel's criminal activity, affording its members convenient places where they can dispose of bodies and, and a cover under which uh, they can work in public without drawing too much attention. The Gravediggers also count among their members... Uh, uh, corrupted plague doctors who act on behalf of the Black Council to serve to serve warnings or otherwise deal with criminals who draw the ire of their own cartels. So if you start uh, going against your own cartel... You got the plague? <laughs> I might come knocking. <laughs> yes, you have the plague now. What? <laughs> the plague doctor. Okay. Um, so you guys have been summoned by the broker of a particular job uh, to a Vesper-run pleasure house called the Bashful Mermaid. Ooh. It's an upscale <laughs> establishment inside a noble district just a few blocks away from the docks. Yes, I'm familiar. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, the interior's decor boasts a nautical theme, and the crew is escorted through a common room where workers dressed 
Like sailors and mermaids, lounge idly. The cruise broker is Valentina Lacher, a Vesper woman of dark complexion and smoky-eyed beauty. Her dress clings to her in all the right places, and she wears long lace gloves that cover her arms to the elbow. Though observant criminals will see the pattern of tattoos on her hands and forearms that cover the skin almost as thoroughly as the gloves do. Valentina is not alone. She is accompanied by Lord Bertram Dayworthy, head of a minor noble house... After brief, does everybody have uh, pencils and stuff? Because uh, uh, you might want to. Uh, oh, good. Uh, take notes. Yeah, you, you, there are going to be things that might want to take notes on and whatnot. Let me know if it doesn't work. If anybody wants any paper, I've got some here too. Or write, feel free to write on your paper sheet. Or something. Um. So Lord Bertram Dayworthy, head of a minor noble house. After brief introductions and libations, she explains the unique nature of the job and why Lord Dayworthy is... Uh, so the job involves kidnapping a young noble scion and smuggling him out of the city before an assassination attempt. Uh, so basically, Lord Dayworthy uh, informs you that his son, uh, Juniper, is uh, living in the, um, uh, is in the city. So his name is Juniper? Juniper is the son, yes. Uh, Juniper Dayworthy. Uh, uh, wants, and wants him to be smuggled out of the city before an assassin, the Serpent of Westport, arrives and kills the young scion. Lord Juniper has foolishly holed himself up in a safe house in the Greaselight District, though Vesper intelligence suggests that he is still participating in nightly illegal carriage races. Lord Dayworthy wants the crew to kidnap his son, who has refused his father's entreaties to flee the city, and see the young man safely smuggled out of the city, relatively unharmed. Ah, I like relatively. <laughs> Leaves room for error. Uh, so you have uh, two days. So four uh, day-night segments. You can see right here. Oh, I see. Um, you've, you've got the cards sitting on the table. Yeah. Suns and moons, what day? So it is currently daytime. Uh, uh, and so what will happen so the way this works is uh, so that is so he has to be out of the city by this point right here otherwise uh, he will be assassinated the um, uh, but you can also get him out anytime earlier if you want the way it works is you're going to every segment so you will get uh, uh, every segment you get to choose if you want to do legwork um, planning or what's called the final scene, which is where you will generally do the the thing that you, you know, you know, get him out of the city, that sort of thing. Um, so you choose at the beginning of each of these segments what which you want to do, whether legwork or planning. You get to choose every time uh, what you want to do. But if you do planning, you can't do legwork. Okay, sure. So no mixing and matching. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so each segment is dedicated to one. Exactly. Or the other. Okay. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, you also all have one influence token, and there is one more influence token for everyone, right here, uh, that anybody can use. Uh, on your, uh, I think. I don't know if you have it on your specialty or if it's just on the cartel. I think it's just on the cartel. It'll tell you things that you can use oh, sure. uh, influence for. Can I see your cartel sheet? Mm -hmm. 
Right. So like a Vesper here, uh, yeah, spending influence right here. So like this, uh, spending influence is generally about using some of your contacts in your cartel. So all of you have one, so you'll be able to do that once per, per game. Uh, and then one there's one game. more that everybody that anybody can use. Um, I don't think let me see here. I don't think there's influence on this. Nope. So uh, this actually gives uh, on the back of your uh, specialty, it gives a really good kind of rundown of how things work. Uh, forgot about that. I'm gonna grab one for myself because <laughs> I have mm. still a little. Okay, so we so we need to kidnap the guy and get him out of the city. Yeah, so you can at this point ask any questions you want of Lord Dayworthy, <coughs> and then it always starts with a planning scene. So you will get a planning scene, a freebie. So that's mm-hmm. why it's daytime. Your first legwork scene, if you choose to do legwork next, which you probably will, will be the night. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but at this point, you can ask Lord Dayworthy any questions you might have. Um, before you start playing. Okay. Uh, where did did he get money from Lord Dayworthy to live out here, or did he is he having to like like does it, basically does he have like a trust fund? I guess is the question. I'm trying to like does <laughs> uh, he? Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a noble like he's a noble brat basically. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's not depending on like the income from the carriage races to keep him in his... his... No, no. The, those are for his own entertainment. Where are the carriage races happening? Uh, they don't know. Um, what did you say the name of the assassin was? Serpent, Serpent of West Port. Port. West Port. Okay. And, he, okay. and and generally at the beginning they won't have a lot of information. It's uh, this is a terrible sheet. So it was the gr- the Grease Lane district. That's that's Greaseport. where he's staying. Is it Greaseport or Grease Lane? Uh, Grease Light. He is staying with um. Let's say. Uh, a safe house in the Grease Light district. Does he have any known companions? Any any friends or anything like that? Uh, not that he knows uh, of. Um. Why? Why? Is, why was? What was he? What was he refusing to do for his father again? And leave. Leave the the town because there's an assassin coming. Okay. So basically, want to get him out of the town to keep him safe. But he just wanted to keep racing horses. Uh, yeah, he just want. He 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 believes that he can be safe. He's like, I, I'm in this safe house. I got. I've hired protection. I'm gonna be just fine. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's hired protection. So he's gonna have hired protection. Yeah, so he's in a safe house right now that he uh, that he has hired. Do we know if he's taking his hired protection with him to the carriage races? Uh, I don't know. Anything else? Um, do we have a, is there a specific place that you want us to take him outside the city? Uh, yeah, he gives you kind of a, a place to meet up with him. Just okay. a location outside of the, the city where you can, uh, transfer him over. Okay. Can you guys think of anything else? I can't think of anything. Do we have... 
for like bad a heisters. map of the city, or how are we gonna know where to get around? Uh, yeah, I've got. You can. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. This is not a good map. Where's <laughs> bad map? Yeah, that's like. It's it just shows the ownership of every location in the oh. city. Yeah, like, that's confusing. All the districts. Yeah, <laughs> that's very confusing. Um, I don't have a good map. <laughs> so, okay. okay. The answer is no. Yeah, <laughs> a, a good answer to that inquiry. Um, yeah. Okay. I have a general question. Yeah. Three slight district is that considered like a commoner district or a slum? It is uh, slums. So uh, I think on your, can I see your uh, cartel card? Mm-hmm. So I think it'll tell you, uh, does it say on here? Where is where you're conspicuous? Yeah, where does yeah. that say? It's oh, right there. You are conspicuous in commoner districts, slums. Yeah. So what that means is when you are uh, conspicuous somewhere, you pay, uh, so in the game, um, you accumulate, your actions accumulate heat. Um, and, uh, the, uh, the heat is, I then spend the heat to, so there's heat tokens here, mm-hmm. that I then spend to introduce complications and problems. So, the idea, so you will generate heat every time a day or night segment begins, it's one for every character, uh, will generate. So, every day or night starts, it's four, uh, heat. Now, uh, there's a number of things that will generate heat. For example, uh, if, you are, if you spend a scene in an area where you are conspicuous, that generates two heat. Hmm. Um, but also things like a bystander, I've got a list here. A bystander witnesses a crew member overtly committing a crime, that generates two heat. Uh, all the way down to uh, the crew kills any number of law-abiding citizens, uh, that generates six heat. So, um, yeah. So the, those then can be used for me to introdu- introduce complications. I see. Okay, cool. okay sure. <clears throat> okay, so uh, planning? Yes. Okay. okay, so I guess so, you have time to plan. Okay, so you have 15 minutes. Okay. I am not very conspicuous <laughs> in common areas. I can go in. Maybe, maybe you should go and like, try to figure out where the safe house is. Mm. Um, I'm thinking that he's a noble, I'm a noble, maybe we should like, maybe I should try to introduce myself like I can, I can gain an introduction without arousing suspicion and maybe I can get him to like trust me and then, yep. And then what if we were to like, because ostensibly you're in the same cartel as he is. Mm-hmm. If he's the son of this person who's also in your cartel. Well, I don't think. Well, he, he wouldn't would be part of the cartel. Yeah, he's not part of the cartel. He's part of nobility. Oh, yeah. So the vespers but, 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 have a so connection. The, yeah, the vespers. Oh, yeah. so in other words, so it's, oh, okay, I see how that works. I will occasionally interject. I, I just so you know, I am pausing the time. So. Uh, yeah, but, the, the, uh, the, and the, one thing, so since you I know about elbows, you know about nobles, right? Yes. You're a vesper. Yeah. So, uh, a few things that you just know. Uh, Lord Juniper Dayworthy is 19 years old, and even by noble standards, he is arrogant and brash. Lord <laughs> Juniper has always been known as reckless, and he has a penchant for getting into trouble and forcing his family to drain their coffers to make trouble go away. Lord Juniper is tall and gangly with unkempt curly brown hair and a slight overbite that is exacerbated by his tendency to let his jaw hang open. 
Though he wears the clothing of the nobility, he does not quite seem to know how to put it on correctly and looks constantly disheveled. Okay. Okay. Cool. There are certain things that, like... So in, in the... For you guys' information. So, like... It's a different mission, but... So, like, this is kind of how the, the adventures are laid out. So, like, different sections of, like, information. And it'll be like, if the crew knows about nobles, then give them this information. But then if they can do if they do some digging, this is other information they will get. So I've got all sorts of information that you guys can gain through legwork uh, mm-hmm. uh, operations. So cool. Okay. Um, what about so. so I have this because I'm a grifter, I have this leverage thing. Mm-hmm. So during a planning scene you can choose one judge controlled character who you have also who you have interacted with. Mm-hmm. And then learn his or her greatest desire. Oh. The cool. judge must tell you what that character desires or is driven above by all el- driven by above all else. If the judge cannot or chooses not to, you decide what the greatest desire is instead. Um, is that influence or just that just happens? It just happens. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so is that something that I can use now on Juniper or You've never met him. We've never interacted with him, right? Okay. So if you do interact with him, then, then and maybe we do and it would have to be during one. a planning scene? Yeah. Okay. Well um what if, what if we infiltrate carriage race with one of with with hers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can spend influence to get use of a hearse for one scene. Do we get the influence back at the end of the segments, or is it no. just the whole? Okay, one per game. Okay. okay. What so, if? It's um, one thing I could do. What if we were to... Honestly, there's all sorts of things I could do. I could... Spend- <laughs> you're, you're creeping me up, man. Right? I, I, could, I could... We could get a hearse, and we could either use that to infiltrate the, the carriage race, or once we finally convince him to get smuggled out of the city, we can smuggle him in a hearse. Or both. Alternatively, I can, I can obtain a corpse. I can obtain a corpse that roughly looks like him to convince people that he's already dead, so when the assassin arrives, he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, I can quarantine a district... For a single day, not letting anybody in or out. Hmm. I was thinking, what if, what if I were to get myself an introduction with him ahead of time, build some trust, figure out more about him, and then maybe like the next at the next carriage race, maybe you've infiltrated as an entertainer. Maybe we've infiltrated with like as a plague carriage. doctor. Or like maybe maybe yeah, you're we're like using the horse or the hearse. <laughs> maybe, I dress up as horse. <laughs> maybe you get in with his like higher maybe. protection or something. Hmm. Or you come in as my bodyguard, and then and then we create like a distraction that looks like an assassination attempt. And then because he trusts me, I'm like, we have to get you out of here, and we oh. smuggle him out of the city. Like with him playing along. I like I like that, but I don't think yeah, he like trusts. I don't think he trusts mobility though. So one thing. So, um, all of you will get to lead one legwork phase if you so choose. So one thing to come out of the planning is what each of you are going to do in the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have to describe how to do it, right? Yeah, you can assist people, but there will be one person who drives. Each producer, so you can say, okay, I'm going to go here, you're going to go here, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that is one of the main things that needs to come out of the planning phase is what specifically is everybody going to do? Okay. Cool. We need to do that fast then. You got 12 more minutes. Oh. We can do that a little less fast then. <laughs> well, well I, the reason I say he, you know, he's disheveled, gangly, and 
never looks like nobility. Maybe he doesn't like nobility. He doesn't like he does being noble. No, he's he's yeah, arrogant father. though. He's an arrogant noble, so he is not going to interact well with like commoners. Um, with my influence, I can convince a, a performing troupe to act as a distraction for a scene, and since we're actors, we can maybe get <laughs> someone <laughs> will uh, pretend dang. that they're there to assassinate <laughs> the prince. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this idea. Cool. What do you think, James? That's cool, unless he sicks his bodyguards on the performing troupe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this plan. <laughs> that seems like a, you know... Yeah, an, that's true. Unnecessary complication. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. Let's get that on back burner for now. Well, maybe we can, um, maybe we can reassess after I introduce myself to him, because I can... Maybe get him to tell me more about his like. Maybe we can situation. convince him that he's got the plague, and has to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like you have plague. <laughs> Quick into this hearse. Come with me if you want to not die. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like. I feel like the first step is going to be interacting with him and gaining his trust and figuring out what his situation is. What do the rest of us need to do in the meantime, though? I'd be bodyguard, yes. You know? And yeah, find so out. You're going to come with me. I find out where safe house is with criminals. But do we each get our own. Yeah, we each get mm-hmm. our own scene. So maybe I do my scene first and you come with me. And then maybe like you follow him and fight, figure out where the safe house is and that's your scene? Well, I thought we'd meet him at safe house. We need to find out where No, we're, we'll meet him at the carriage races. Oh. That'll be the least conspicuous. Are you allowed to carry traces, Miss? I dress so fancy. That depends on what. <laughs> as a grifter, I can. I do have this chameleon option, so I can create a different identity, so that way I'm not conspicuous wherever the carry traces are. Mm. So, as uh, members of the Circle and Mummers, uh, uh, you know that uh, regarding the carry traces, dozens of rebellious youths and reckless criminals have banded together over the last year to turn their impromptu illegal carry traces through the streets into something resembling an organized league. They have schedules, elaborate, pre-planned race routes, and a robust gambling setup that has brought a significant amount of coin and prestige to the races, Lord Juniper among them. The next race is going to be held in Southton County, a commoner's district. The race will take place uh, during the uh, final nighttime segment of the job. Okay, Ooh. so I can't, I can't meet him at the carriage races. Yeah, that will be, that will be there. We, it'll be too late. <clears throat> okay. Um. Maybe we need to find out a little bit more about the assassin because perhaps he's just underestimating this assassin. And if we, you know, once we. Meet I don't him, think we try to convince him not to take sa- assassin seriously. He won't listen to father. He listened to me. No. <laughs> You're a lot more intimidating than the father, though, I'd assume. It is true. I, <laughs> I, I have brass knuckles, so... What if I were to... I have brass incense. <laughs> <laughs> I swing it around real heavy. I like it. Um, yeah, okay, so... I mean, okay, so here's a question for you, Mike. Yeah. So I have this um, with my influence. It's <clears throat> one of the things is receive an introduction to a merchant or noble in a way that doesn't arouse suspicion. So if he's staying in the Grease Light District, which is an area where I would be conspicuous, mm-hmm. but I use my influence to gain an introduction in a way that doesn't arouse suspicion, like, does that... So you'll still <laughs> generate heat, mm-hmm. but you... Uh... 
Yeah, you, you you could still do that though. Okay. So so the what it'll be is so so heat should be thought of as just kind of a general uh, concern about things. It's not a specific sort of thing. So the idea of that would be that you're not going to that you doing that is not going to cause Lord Juniper to think that you are trying to abscond with him or something. Mm -hmm. um, whereas if you had done that without influence, maybe he would have been like, wait, wait a minute, who are these people? What are, what's going on here? You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it'll still generate some heat simply by the fact that you are... In an area where I'm conspicuous. Yeah. What if I were to also use my chameleon um, thing so I can create a different identity? Mm-hmm. But it's one not associated with the crown or another cartel, and then I could choose not to be conspicuous in that area. But like, would I lose all the advantages of being a vesper in that situation? Um, if you can come up with a good explanation, then I'm cool with that. Okay. I yeah. my top skill is also creating disguises. Can I use that to disguise someone else, or does it have to be? I think it's you. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> Alright. How far away is the the district that we're, the horse race is in from our rendezvous point? Like, is that across the town? Um, like, it's not terribly far. I mean, it's a, and it's a carriage race, so it's going to go across over a fair bit of territory. Okay. Now, he bets on the carriage races, right? He's not the one sitting in the carriage. Is that correct? Uh, you do not know. No, no. Okay. Oh, he could just be betting. That's the thing. If he's just betting, eh. but if he's in the in the carriage races, it would be easier to stage an accident. Make everybody think he's in a carriage that upends itself into a river. And he, and he makes it out. Mm -hmm. We could have body body puppet show from Mummers. <laughs> while everyone's distracted, I, I can take kids, the corpse. I take kid, throw him over shoulder, and run. Uh, okay. Um, I think. I like body. Puppet I think shows. regardless, our first step should be to find him tonight. Like, find out more about him. Um. So. Find out where safe house is. Yeah, not necessarily, or even just like if if he's going out to like a gambling den or something like that. Um, these skills that are on here, do you yeah. also use those during the legwork? Yes. To okay. So yeah, so uh, the way that skills work in this is um, oh, so everybody should have a set of dice. Grab a pair of pairs here. Um, so, so the way they work is, so you were trying to roll low. I have pissed okay. dice. Um, so, like, uh, give me one of your skills here. Um, I'll lie to someone. Okay, so let's say you're trying to lie to someone. She has a 90%. You roll both dice. Oh, both dice. So I rolled a 96. So I would have not succeeded at that because it's above so the idea is there's a 90% chance you're going to succeed so if you roll <laughs> really that or less 
then, uh, then, but I rolled a 96, so I would not. So what you could do is, uh, is it on here? Uh, it's, uh, is it called? So press your luck. Maybe just press, press your luck. Press your luck. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But the idea is you can add 10 to your die roll, um, or, or reduce it by 10. But you have to spend 10 luck. So that's your hit points, basically, is luck. Okay. Um, once you... Uh, and so you, you can keep track once you start losing luck. Um, so if somebody does damage to you, they damage your luck. So you, everybody starts at 100. Um, and so the idea is once you get down to zero, you're out of luck. And you're kind of eliminated from the scene. But the, the so luck... So this is the uncharted... Method yeah. <laughs> hit points. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly, actually. And Nathan Drake. <laughs> the idea is that, um, but like, it not just attacks, and so, like, if somebody mentally attacks you, like, you know, you know, beats you down emotionally, that sort of thing, all those kind of things can lead to your luck being reduced. But then you can yeah, use totally it also to cool. boost your, your die rolls and, and make up for. Thing so it's uh, it's kind of this and and then the the enemies also have luck and so the idea is if you're if you're fighting them whether it be a physical altercation or even a like you're trying to convince them of something then once you expend all their luck they are removed from the scene or maybe a rap battle yeah. okay. exactly <laughs> um, so yeah so that's how the the, the dice rolls work is uh, just trying to roll less than the number. Follow up. So I have this uh, <coughs> this thing as a Vesper that I add two advantage dice to any roll. Oh, yes. Sorry. So um, then there are advantage dice mm-hmm. and challenge dice that you will roll with your, uh, your thing. So let's say that you are trying to lie to someone. Um, but it's a noble. So then I would get... Yeah, so you would get two advantage. But <coughs> let's say that... I, I deem that, uh, let's say that this is uh, somebody who knows you really well. Mm-hmm. So I would give you uh, maybe two challenge dice. Okay. So you would roll all of these. And so this would determine if you were successful. And then this is a boon icon. And this is a uh, setback, I think. Okay. I don't think that's right. But whatever, we'll call it that. Uh, mm-hmm. So they cancel each other out. So that would be nothing there. But let's say that... You got one boon. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives you some benefit um, to it. Now, one way is you can actually you can reduce heat. Mm-hmm. It'll look up exactly how this works. I, I remember specifically, but it could also be like so you lie to them, and then they become they believe it so well that they they tell everybody else, and it becomes just something that everybody believes or something. Okay. You know, there's some sort of advantage if there is a setback. Then that is uh, some, you know, the reverse of that, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the easiest things I can do just with that is just generate heat. It just generates more heat. Okay. But it could be um, they, so. they believe you, but they're suspicious or something like that. Um, and then the more that you get, uh, the more, like if you get two boons, that's even better. If you get three, four, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. The most dice you can ever have are four challenge dice or four uh, 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 advantage dice. Okay. So, like, in this, in the case of this roll, where I got a 66, which is under my 90% for lying to somebody. Right. So I would pass that, but let's say that I got, like, a challenge, like, challenge dice came up. 
um, then I would, <coughs> like, the person would believe me, but it, they might be sli- slightly suspicious, or I might generate heat or something. Yeah, so, like, if, uh, so here's what the book says. If at least one of your challenge dice comes up showing the drawback symbol, you have a drawback in addition to the outcome of your check or attack. Okay. A drawback is a negative side effect of the action you were attempting, a twist of fate that can mean trouble for you or your allies if you roll a drawback, an unexpected negative consequence resulted from your action in addition to your success or failure at the attempt. The most common drawback involves increasing the heat generated by your actions. The judge usually asks you to describe a way in which you arouse suspicion or cause concern for the citizenry with your action. It's possible to end up... Oh, they don't cancel each other out. It's possible to end up with both boons and drawbacks on the same roll, especially when you have advantage dice and challenge dice added to your roll from different sources. When this happens, each roll boon cancels... Oh, it does. They cancel each other out. Uh... Boons and drawbacks do not change the fact that you succeeded or failed. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, sweet. Um, okay. So, I think that if we, if I go ahead and use my influence and secure an introduction, then we can, I can use that to gain his trust. I can use that to figure out more about what's going on. Um, whether he's competing or betting or, or whatnot. Okay. I can, <laughs> what should I do? I feel like... I, yeah, I, can I, do, I, I, think, I think regardless of what happens, we're probably going to need a hearse. That's kind of what I'm thinking, is that I can start prepping that, but I don't want to spend my influence on it just yet. So one thing to note, too, is at this time, one of the best things to do at the very beginning is just to get as much information as you can. So, like, think about, like, what are the, the gaps of your knowledge? And... How do you get that? So in your legwork phase, so it says right here, during legwork, each player takes the lead describing one scene using the following format. Describe one thing you want to get out of the scene, a specific piece of information, some asset or resource, the cooperation or aid of an individual, and so on, and describe the place you are going to get it. You then describe how you are going to get it, and if necessary, who you will interact with to get what you want. Okay, well well, then in that case, if we're... more information is what we need. We could get more information on the assassin, the assassin mm-hmm. either who he is or what his plan is, how he plans to take him out, where, and as a, as an assassin, I feel like I have contact. I should have contacts either within the cartel yeah. or even mm-hmm. just within my. By my the way, work. I read that off of the back yeah, of the special. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what and I'm. There's some do. good exam- There's so, some examples down. So there. so I'm I'm gonna go talk to uh, some grave digger contacts and see if mm-hmm. I can't figure out more about this assassin, whether he's part of the cartel or not. I wonder if I should try to outdrink one of his bodyguards, find him in the cabin, <laughs> and, and, drink, and get him a little drunk, find yeah. out, you know, daily schedule, uh, some of the things he likes to do around the day. I mean, we know the, the carriage races, but what, what else does he do all day? <laughs> yeah, cool. I think that's a good idea, but I think that you should come with me on my, on my, uh... Fair scene. enough. It would help me sober up before I get just completely smashed. <laughs> Great. Okay. What else do we need? <laughs> um... 80% on outdoing people. I, can I mean, really maybe, maybe more information about the chariot race itself, like what the route is. Mm. Sure. Is that something or, that you'd be able to do? I'd... probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Um, 
Who? The best things, by the way, that I can do are sneak around, brawl, case the joint, climb, jump, tumble, <laughs> create a disguise, shoot, stab, tail, something. <laughs> Those are the things I'm best at. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I also have a 65% chance to succeed at running like hell. Does <laughs> <laughs> really say that? <laughs> just run like hell. Yeah, I think everybody's got a... Minus 65%. Yeah. Uh, I guess great. I'm a little faster than you. Yeah, I don't run like hell. <laughs> you <either>. don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, I think this is a good plan. At least for now. We can okay. reconvene tomorrow. Alright. Okay, great. Great. So who's leading this first scene then? I think so yeah, I who wants go to go first? first? Okay, I, so I can go first, but I need Andrew. Remember. He had to run and check on the children. Um, so question, so if I, we don't know where his safe house is, we don't know... You know it's in the Greaselight district. Right. But other than that, we don't know like exactly where it is, we don't know what he does when he's not at the carriage races, but if I use my influence to secure an introduction, then will I know, like... Yeah, so, um, if you use that, then we can assume that you have some sort of connection, you use your connections to friend of a friend of a friend sort of thing right. knows him and is able to uh, get you a meeting with him. Okay. Do you get to use multiple skills in like one scene of late? Yeah, yeah. So anytime you want to do something uh, that is that there's a reasonable chance of failure and something interesting could happen as a result <laughs> of failure then I might have you roll dice for it. But you don't always have to roll dice for something. Like, okay. Like, I'm not going to make you roll dice to open a door, for example. Like, uh, um, but yeah. So, and, and one general piece of advice for if anybody's ever running GMing a game is that don't, and this is one of my best pieces of advice, don't ever have people roll for something that they're going to complete. Like, they're going to succeed, and there's nothing interesting about failure. Like, if, if, if you intend for them to find the secret door, don't have them keep rolling until they find it. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, they just find it. Like, uh, because it's not fun to just sit there and be rolling dice over and over again trying to find the thing or do the whatever. And things that are easy to do, don't bother having them roll dice for that. Because once again, it's, it's the, the key idea being if, the, if failure isn't interesting or will shut down the game... Don't don't make failure an option, mm-hmm. but give lots of opportunities where failure is interesting, like where making a mistake is going to and failing the door. Right, so the, the door is locked, and you try and pick it. And a bad scenario would be then you pick it and it fails, and you just have to keep trying. Whereas maybe you pick it and it fails, and that alerts the guards, and the guards exactly. Are if there's nothing interesting about that failure, be like you successfully pick it. There yeah. So, with this funny influence to gain an introduction, if if I wanted to, could I name the place where we meet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. okay. Cool. So we're gonna. I'm gonna use my wiles to like. Wiles. Yeah, my wiles. <laughs> um, I'm gonna use my wiles to like get on his good side, wheedle some information out of Feminine him. Feminine wiles or just regular ones. <laughs> Any and all wiles that I have. Ah. <laughs> Resourceful. I like the shotgun blast of wiles. <laughs> yes. I am. I am, I am wearing one of my more seductive dresses. 
Um, you like seduction? Here, here's seduction. You like strength? Here, here's strength. <laughs> you like, so are, did you, you respond to intimidation? No, I haven't disguised myself because I'm at a Vesper run gambling hall. Oh, okay. So I figured just being myself is fine. Um, so we're going to meet him. We're going to get on his good side, gain his trust, get some information out of him. Um, I'll introduce you as my bodyguard if it comes up. Um, and then you can, like, if he's got guards with him, you can go with them and, like... Time to drink. Yeah. Um, and if they're not with him, then you can figure out where they are and go. So, okay. Cool. Okay, so, um... Do you so want what, and what are you two doing? Sorry. Um, they're not there. We're not there at this scene. <coughs> but what are you going to do during them? They're getting information work? about other things. Oh. Getting, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um... Okay, so you were not in the slums then. You no. were at a Vesper gambling house. Yep. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you're in the back of this gambling house, and uh, uh, Juniper, uh, Lord Juniper walks in. Uh, oh, sorry, hang on real quick. Yeah. I am her bodyguard, but I'm cons- I'm a little conspicuous in the Merchant and Noble Districts. Oh, okay. Um, but is that even if I, am bod- if I am a bodyguard, do I still generate heat for that? Yes. Because oh. she can oh, get wait, more noble I can, But I can just... I can... Okay, so as a grifter, when I'm in a scene, other members of my crew do not generate heat for being conspicuous in that oh. scene, provided I create a reasonable distraction. Oh, distraction. Okay, well, and, and I would say the fact that he is your bodyguard is a reasonable okay. explanation excuse. High five. <laughs> All right. Let's get the party started. <laughs> as he picks up his stein. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, so uh, Lord Juniper walks in. Uh, he has a uh, um, with my child. I take um, Shut up. <laughs> he, he has uh, two bodyguards with him uh, that are uh, that you recognize immediately are blooded. So uh, let me tell you what blooded is. Um, so they are. Uh, the blooded enemies of the cartel and crown alike. The blooded are a splinter group of criminal that pay no heed to the arrangement and refuse to acknowledge the authority of the Black count- the Council. So the Black Council is kind of the ruling group over the cartels that, that manages the arrangement. Uh, so the arrangement also includes you're not going to kill, like if you're a grave digger, you're not going to kill a Vesper unless there's a really good reason to. Uh, they answer to no masters but themselves and flout the law with reckless abandon and complete disregard for arousing the ire of the crown. So you recognize... Um, you were able to recognize that his bodyguards are blooded. Um, uh, yeah, so... And uh, he's a little uh, confused as to what... Uh, what you know, why you... What, what, what did you say was the reason you needed to talk to him? Oh, just that I had heard a lot about him and that I wanted to meet him. I heard he was a good-looking man. Okay. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, and, and so... Uh, Very good in this, taste in men, this one. So, first, <laughs> describe, what is the, the one thing you want to get out of the scene? She hired me. Um, I know. Uh, one thing taste. I want to get out of, it, out of the scene. I guess... I mean, I want to. I want to gain his trust, but I also want to get information. But I feel like that goes along with trust. What what information do you want to get? I want to get more information about like whether he's a carriage driver or a better or 
like what his bodyguard situation is like. Um, Although you're getting more information about the bodyguards, so mm. maybe I don't ask about that. Let me see your characters. So uh, you, um, you just want to know his whole deal. <laughs> I basically want to like flirt and be like, "Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? That's how I flirt to you." So I hear that you're into like carriage races. Are you into like betting on those? Or are you into like? Are you gonna use the spider? Or? Are you gonna use the spider verse move? The hey. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so okay, so you're you're just gonna be kind of uh, trying to gain his trust mm-hmm. and uh, get more information about like his general. Like interests and. Okay. Especially, particularly his interest in the characters. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you you guys, um, let me see your skills. What, what skill would you be using to um, do any of this? Let's see. Here's, uh, let's, I'm going to give you read someone's emotions. Okay. Because you're kind of trying to read between the lines and, and all of that. Okay. Um, but since you don't know him, I'm going to give you one challenge die. Okay. So one, so that was one other thing I'm going to add. So the legwork scenes in general are not going to be, tend to be much more uh, narrative and a bit more kind of superficial over the top. Like you won't go into like deep dialogue and everything. Unless something happens that kind of tips the scales into what they refer to as a drama scene, at which point then you're going to be going... You know, in initiative order, and you're going to be, you know, doing attacks, those kind of things. But in general, you don't have to go beat for beat. Like, there's, it's a bit more kind of like, oh, he comes in, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So, mm-hmm. he comes okay. in, I punch his face, and then we run away. There you go. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. 38, but. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I'm just going to generate a heat. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so you get him drunk and he, I mean, this guy is, uh, is very much kind of a braggart and, and in the course of the, the, so you guys talk for hour, hour and a half and, and you're kind of flirting with him and in the course of, like, you can tell his bodyguard is like, just kind of like, why does he keep saying this stuff? Like, and he's just kind of open, <laughs> just kind of what is going on and and whatnot. Um, so a few things you you glean from the conversation uh, is so he is aware that the serpent is coming for him, mm-hmm. and so that is why he has hired a bodyguard, Adele Chandler. Adele Chandler. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, <laughs> Is it Adele or just Del? <laughs> Adele. Oh, it is him you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, That's Lionel. That'd be Lionel. Uh, and uh, Hey Adele, don't go chasing pavements, eh? Does anybody know about the military? Is that anybody's military? knowledge uh, sheet? No. For some reason I don't have it on my list. Nope. <coughs> okay. Never mind. Uh, so, 
Uh, so yeah, so you know, he talks about uh, Chandler, Adele Chandler, and uh, um, is his bodyguard, and uh, he is in this safe house in the Greaselight District, uh, and it's a, it's a safe house of the blooded, uh, and uh, he is under the care of Bale Rugger, uh, a, a blooded underboss. Uh, and, uh, but then he kind of, he kind of whispers at one point where you're, you're talking to, um, uh, when you're talking to the, the, you kind of start talking to the bodyguard a bit and he kind of whispers like, you know what? I know I'm in this place, but I sneak out all the time. And he's like, I'm actually, you should come to the carriage race. I'm going to be racing. Uh, in, uh, uh, yeah, uh, in, uh, in a race this week in the, uh, Southton County District. So you should definitely come see me. I'm totally gonna win. That's the bodyguard, right? No, this is, uh, this is, uh, uh Juniper. But he's, he kind of whispers about how I leave because he doesn't want the, uh, the bodyguard, to, bodyguard to know that he's, because he sneaks out. So. Ooh, you're bad. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah. You bad boy. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I swear. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that is uh, that is that. So and then uh, eventually the uh, bodyguard kind of nudges him, you know, in forms of the time, and he's like, "Well, I hope you come see me." And, uh, I want a kiss. Yeah, he I'll it. definitely be there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, who's next? Wouldn't he be next because he was in the scene with him? Who it's it's whoever you it goes whatever order you want. So well, I just figured because Andrew was in yeah. that scene, oh, might as well and he's trying to like drink. With well, it's oh, so you were your legwork is going to be in this same the same oh, okay, area. So, so like I can I can take so the body. So the body. I, what I is the one thing you're trying to get out of this scene? So I'm trying to get out uh, the guy's daily. <laughs> Um, schedule. Or, so, or specifically, you want information about like what Juniper's protection is like at the carriage races, right? Do you want um, to know? Well, we, he just said that he sneaks out, so it sounds like he he like ditches his bodyguards. Well, right. But so I think we already know that. Okay, so he ditches his. Do bodyguards you want to know about his his safe house situation or like? Yeah, so I want to know like his safe house situation, kind of what and. Like, if maybe the carriage race might be too dangerous of a time to pull him out, maybe we learn, gotcha. like, his whole daily... We learn what he does, just to kind of fill in some information gaps and stuff like that, so... Maybe, maybe you should be trying to get more information about this Adele Chandler guy. Isn't that who I'm going to drink with? Isn't that him? Or no, is that, no. That's a different bodyguard? No. Okay. So, um, Adele Chandler is his bodyguard. This guy is just some random escort. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I, I take this random escort for a drink. Um, so he won't leave this location. Okay, but we can you, go over to the bar. Or something but you like can it kind of in the same. You guys are in like a back room, but you can kind of engage in a separate conversation because he he's not there close in with this whole thing. He's he's just there in the room. Like, oh, so he doesn't necessarily have any information about what he does and all that. Well, well, he might, he might. but but meaning like he is not like deeply involved with what they're doing. Like, his okay, job sure. is to be there. But you can sidle up to him, and talk, especially because you are 
acting as her bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like the help talks. Sure. Yeah. All right. So. Sure. Um, Let's talk help. <laughs> I, I know nothing about birthing babies. <laughs> <laughs> Good gravy. You is smart. You is kind. You is important. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so what did you want to find out, though? What is the information you want to find out? Uh, I guess I want to find out more about this Adele Chandler guy. Uh, uh, it's it's a she, first of all. Adele. Uh, okay, fine, sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, what? How are you? How <laughs> are you going to be bodyguards I assume too? She, I assume she has a very thick Cockney accent. <laughs> Uh, what uh, what skills uh, skill are you gonna use? To uh, I was actually gonna try to drink him, but if that's not okay. gonna work, because he's uh, he's on guard. Like, is is he gonna like since he's uh, like on the clock? Would he actually drink with me? What's the ability? Drink or uh, out drink someone. Uh, you uh, uh, you could try to. Or I could gossip with criminals. Would that count too? That would probably work because he's blood. He's he's a criminal. All right, I'll, that's a that's a lower that's a lower skill. It's a sixty-five rather than out drinking someone, which is eighty. But I can. You would have to convince him to start drinking first. Yeah, and he's on the clock and stuff. Yeah. So I think I think I'll stick with uh, gossip. So cool. Gossip dish girl. <laughs> so uh, go ahead, uh, roll. Uh... <laughs> you gossip at me. <laughs> Let the. <laughs> <laughs> let the, let us engage in the gossip. Turn into groove. <laughs> it didn't work. Aww. So what did you roll? I rolled seventy-seven. Do you want to use your so luck? you can use ten luck. I have sixty-five, have, so I have to use. 20. So you have to do twenty. Mm -hmm. So you will also roll two challenge dice to do. Okay. That. So you're down to eighty luck, which is a smart thing to do. It's a one challenge. Okay. So I'm down to eighty. Um. <clears throat> the uh, uh, I'm just generate a little bit of heat on that one. So how much heat do we actually have? Five. You have six. Six heat. It's very warm in here. No, let's go drink. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So you guys are over there talking and gossiping, and uh, you uh, you start asking about work and whatnot. Talks about so Adele uh, Chandler is Lord Juniper's hired bodyguard and a veteran of the Regent's Army. Uh, she's been out of the service of the Crown for a little more than a year, and this is her first time working as a noble's bodyguard. Thing to note, though, she's not blooded. So there's kind of two different groups here. So she is his bodyguard, but uh, uh, the blooded control the, the, the safe house and are kind of managing that situation. Um, and uh, blooded have basically been hired by Chandler. Mm. Uh, so he went. He went to Chandler, and then Chandler went to the blooded. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so uh, she's tall, athletic frame, keeps her head shaved except for a thin, flat mohawk across the top with a long ponytail that hangs down her back. So she sounds violence. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Seen battle before. Uh, the. Uh, Adele does not generally does not leave uh, Lord Juniper's side when he is in the safe house since she strongly mistrusts the blooded. Uh, and uh, but he uh, uh, Chandler does so uh, Juniper does occasionally sneak out like in this situation right here. 
Um, and so you find out that this particular blooded is kind of has become kind of come friends with Juniper and uh, kind of helps him helps him sneak, sneak out. out. So so he knows about the carriage races and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, uh, apparently Adele Chandler is is uh, uh, is very uh, uh, not maternal but like uh, protective. Authoritative. Yeah, protective uh, and. So, and probably he's going to get a talking to when he comes back after this. this Ooh, you're in trouble, Juniper. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. Or is it Juniper? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. What's your buddy's name? His name is Mason. Cool. Hello, Mason. I am Anatoly. But you oh, may call me Emma. What's her ankle? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who's next? <clears throat> I don't care. I guess I'll go. <laughs> so, uh, what is the one thing you are trying to get out of the scene? So, I'm <clears throat> trying to get information on the assassin, the serpent of Westport, by going and talking to my contacts in the grave diggers. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, so you go uh, talk to your friends. Um, you you are an assassin, right? I'm an assassin as well. Okay, cool. which is why I figured my friends would know. Since I don't know, they must know. So um, the the as you talk to your friends, people are like, wait, you don't know about the servant of Westport, like, um, and so nobody knows who. This person is, though there's general consensus that it's a she. Um, Women can be assassins, too. <laughs> um, the uh, very inclusive. The grave diggers are nothing like but equal it. opportunity employer. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, as you talk to people, uh, you hear all sorts of different... Uh, um, She's a dragonborn. Uh, <laughs> you hear all sorts of different theories. So, first of all, uh, so she is an assassin of some renown. Though little is known about her, she does not act directly with knives or crossbow bolts, but instead arranges for accidents to befall her victims while she is well away from danger. Hmm. Um, Agent 47. Uh, most people believe the serpent is a woman. Um, so you also find out that the serpent was hired to kill Lord Juniper after the young noble Scion racked up tens of thousands of gold <laughs> crowns in debt to a sorcerer named... Uh, Avalonora. When Lord Juniper refused to repay his debts, Avalonora hired the serpent rather than risk exposing herself. Um, but yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of respect for this person, and a lot of theories like, oh, it's actually a group of people. It's um, you know not just one person. You know, all that sort of thing. But. So she's the servant of Westport. She is from the city of Westport. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, any other information you want? Uh, <coughs> I can't really think of any. Because really what I wanted to know is what her plans might be. And though I don't know anything concretely knowing that she's less likely to just like jump out and stab him and more like stage an accident. Right. 
Sounds like the sort of thing that I was planning on doing. <laughs> but I was going to be a great assassin. <laughs> I'm the serpent. <laughs> what if it's me? Um, Could be right, a bell. Shannon? Yeah, um, just to double check. So we're during the day one, right? Um, we're, we're, on the we're in the night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So it was like an e- a night slash evening. Dinner. Yeah, which makes sense why she was in. I forgot that it was nighttime. Um... And you said that by the end of the day, the second day, that's when he'll be assassinated. Yes. So it's like she she won't suddenly just like oh no he's dead no, like, no. okay yeah you you know she is arriving on the so she is arriving on the day okay. that's when she is arriving yeah okay. um so I guess I'm gonna go to Southern County and figure out more about um these carriage races under the guise of like wanting to bet on them and participate um, to try to like get more intel. Okay. So you want to find out more about the, the carriage races? Yes. <clears throat> um, Southton County, is that, uh, what, you are uh, a mummer? Yes. Where, where are you conspicuous? You are, um, in Merchant District, Slums and Docks. I don't think. Um, I think you're okay. If I already knew information about the races, would I know who to talk to about it? Because it does sound like these people aren't out in the open, like talking about this. Yeah. Uh, so, what information did you know again? You oh yeah, because you knew that the it was going to be held. Yeah. Uh, and you are a mummer. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, who, who do you think you would talk to about uh, uh, such a thing? Well, you said it was an organized league. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a group of people that have been kind of deciding, here's where it's going to be held? Uh, yeah, so yeah, you can find... <laughs> There's um, a big banner that I says illegal carriage someone's races. skill, <laughs> if that's helpful. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and do that with uh, one challenge and one uh, advantage die. It's a big banner that says illegal carriage races um, supported or organized here. So I need 80. So you're good. 60. Let me cancel cancel Okay. So yeah. Westport Drift. Across <laughs> uh, so you actually, you, you've heard about these, uh, these races before, and so you know somebody who, uh, you know a few people in Southern County that, you know, you figure probably are in some way connected to this and whatnot. So... Uh, yeah, so you're able to uh, ask somebody. Um, the uh, uh, the um, let's see what information do you glean? Uh, so uh, your friend that you meet up with, uh, she actually shows you, tells you the. You find out she was actually involved in planning the route uh, for the the uh, for the race and. Like you're old friends, and so she's like, "Yeah, let me let me show you the route." And so she draws out on a map uh, the route. It winds. Uh, it's a winding, circuitous route uh, with uh, 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 through Southton County. Spectators watch from windows, mostly upper story, to avoid being in the path of the careening carriages. These races can get violent, and no spectator wants to be in the path of an out-of-control horse and carriage. And so a lot of the people know what's coming and whatnot because the commoners like it, like it's they like these carriage races. So 
the general people or public is aware of it and whatnot. Um, your friend also tells you that Lord Juniper's involvement in the racing league has been pretty recent but eventful. Most of the other racers already hate him. In particular, <laughs> a woman named Venzabella. Uh, and then uh, the most dangerous portion of the race is the four bridge crossing, an intersection where four different bridges were erected to cross over the same stretch of the canal. The bridges are all different architecture t- styles and elevations. Each bridge is so narrow that only a single carriage can cross it. The racers must either slow down to ensure that they do not collide with another racer going for the same bridge or speed ahead to beat everyone else to the bridge of their choice. And then also the race course passes through the Warren Tunnel, a long underground tunnel that travels underground beneath a canal. The tunnel is lit by alchemical light globes and is usually empty of traffic at night. The tunnel has several badly sealed holes leading to the old city. Um, and then the last thing uh, your friend tells you says uh, the captain of the wa- a captain of the watch named Rufus Tweed has been harassing a lot of the carriage racers uh, lately, and uh, um, there's a lot of people who are kind of nervous that maybe he's gonna uh, he's gonna start the the crown is gonna pay attention to these races and, and shut things down and and say. It says she suspects she's she's heard rumor that some people have already been arrested, uh, racers, but she's not she's not sure of it. Because in the past, people had kind of turned a blind eye to all of this, um, but there's been a lot of there's been some violence, there's been some unpleasantries in the past little while, and so the crown is starting to maybe do something about it. So, yeah. Hmm. Any other questions for him? Um, why does Venzabella not like Juniper? She has no idea. Uh, so, uh, do you know, um, what, you are a mummer, right? Yeah. So let me see if you know anything about it. So, so what happens is, oh, I think I showed you, like, there's certain things that, like, if you know, if you're in a cartel that knows about certain things, um, then you will get information just for free. Otherwise, that information you have to acquire through talking to people and whatnot. Um, but I am checking. If you get... Yeah. So, uh, you know about Venzabella a little bit. Venzabella is a woman in her early 40s. Excuse me. Uh, who has a reputation citywide for being one of the best horse handlers in the city. She dominates the illegal carriage races held throughout the city. Many claim that she could be a Prince's Chase winning jockey if she so chose. She was once a member of the Wraiths, but when her cartel was betrayed and collapsed, she struck out on her own, refusing to join another cartel. And Venzabella is a handsome woman with just enough gray in her dark hair to remind you that she has been in the game for over two decades. She is short, lean, athletic, dresses in clothes suitable for racing horses. She has a large scar across her face, touching both cheeks and crossing the bridge of her nose. Cool scar. Yeah. Um, are there any other types of entertainment that happen before the races, like a pregame show or anything? No, it's it's uh, <laughs> they just set up and go okay. to avoid any uh, uh, being shut down or anything. Okay. And where does I'm assuming people bet on it? How does that happen? Uh, there's various bookies around that you can lay bets with, like. Okay random individuals and whatnot so it's not a you know, at the gambling houses and things they're aware of these races though it's kind of quiet but if you know about it then you know you can bet on these races 
But it's not like there's a specific place at the race. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we got. All right. So we'll go ahead and cut off right here. Uh, Join us in the next episode when we either do planning or legwork. We're going to figure out how to abscond with this young gangly man. And <laughs> right. Who, who now has a rapport with Courtney for some reason. <laughs> anyway. Less <laughs> much? No. No. Okay, baby, I still love you. I love you too. <laughs> uh, we'll see you on the next episode.